It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. Simon, ça veut dire Simon in English, meaning my accent is from France and I am now in the States for the last 22 years and a proud American citizen. The accent, please bear with it, it stayed with me. Um, something that I think I bring from France is this notion of joie de vivre. La, la joie de vivre, the joy of life, the joy of living. And I, I, I realize culturally that America is based on hard work, number one. This is the value, you know, have to hard work and family, community, religion, and so on. While the French people are first to enjoy joie de vivre, then religion, community, and so on, and family and all that. So, so it's good to have a bit of both because at least that's from my perspective, since we, no matter what we do, no matter what we say, no matter how much we accomplish, we are going to die at the end. So then you have to enjoy in your own way with the people you love. Or what's the point? Because the exit is the same whether you work super hard or not at all. It's crazy, isn't it? I was thinking about that. Anyway, you call the next. Bonjour, Anna. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Anna. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? My boyfriend isn't a huge fan of PDA, and um, it's something that's really important to me. So I'm just wondering, how can I get him to be more affectionate with me in public? Yeah, good question. So ideally, what would you like him to do when you guys are together, like if it was up to you? I would like him to hold my hand once in a while when we're walking around, um, you know, kissing me randomly, just like little signs, like little gentle touches once in a while would, would be nice. Sure. Have you tried to reach out for his hand once in public and what happened? So he'll allow me to take it and we'll hold it for a little bit, but then he'll just kind of be like, okay, you know, and, and let it go. So I just, I've kind of stopped trying to force it. Um, but it mm. just, it makes me feel really loved and makes me feel like he's proud to be seen with me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Does he know how this makes you feel? I've brought it up a few times with him, um, and I know he's tried to make a solid effort to incorporate it a bit more in our relationship, but I just, I don't think it's as important to him as, as it is to me. Mm -hmm. And you guys been together for how long? Four years. And in four years, things have changed, or he's been exactly the same? <sighs> I mean, at the beginning, he was a bit more affectionate to me um, in public. And then I think after a year, it started to fade a bit more. Okay. I think that uh, it takes you for granted. I think that uh, you gave up on that when you let it happen. Uh, but what's more important is let's see if, if he understands that by not doing this, it puts you on the spot of feeling uncomfortable, not wanted, not seen, not protected or and not owned by him, like, like in, not in sense of ownership, but like I own the relationship. So I think you guys should have a great talk, but you, you have to be ready to follow up by action, meaning that you have to tell him. And mm. if nothing changed, you have to change boyfriend. I mean, yeah, I know, but, but, but what else? I mean, usually people don't change by the way. So the chance of him changing is very, very uh, light. So I think it's for you important to have this, I would say, this tenderness, this sweetness, this enchanting moment in public mm -hmm. too, that the relationship exists outside of the home, right? That's yeah. what. Yeah. If he can't understand that, then you have to ask yourself, 
why would I want to stay with a man that only likes me in the privacy of our home, but outside of this, I'm just a buddy, a friend. That's not what I want. And then when you're ready, you leave. Yeah. Well, thank you, Simon. You're exactly right. That, that really helps. I will definitely be talking to him. Anytime, Hannah. You have a good night. Thank you for calling. You too. So coming up, I am going to go to my email and help Juliana uh, because she's been chatting with this really cute guy and now she has a question. So her email is next. So Juliana sent me this email at therendezvousshow.com saying, Bonjour, Simon. I've been chatting with this really cute guy on Bumble for four days now and he has not asked for my number or for a date yet. Do I just keep chatting and see where he goes or should I ask him out first? Good question. I'll answer next. So what should you do if, like Juliana who sent me that email, you, you chat online on an app with a person that you like, uh, and um, after four, four or five days, he has not asked for your number or for a first date, nothing. So Juliana goes, should I ask him first? Do you want to get together or should I wait for him to ask me first? So I know this sounds maybe too old school, but I believe because men are so visual that if a guy doesn't make any move towards you, he's not ready to make it or he's not really into you. Because remember that, you know, we function so differently, men and women, that most guys, you know, just they, they know and probably you do too. So my advice to you, Juliana, is not to rush and ask him out. Let's give him another couple of days. If in a week he hasn't asked you out, just give up on him. It's not going to work out. That's my advice. But we'll see what happens. You call the next. If you have a feel-good or romantic story you want to share with me, call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Carolina. Bonjour, Simon. So I understand you have a lovely story you would like to share on the rendezvous, and I am all ears. I do. I've been a little stressed out lately, and I've, I have a lot of on my plate at work and I have a bunch of kids running around so the other day I had to run out and I was kind of frustrated and clearly my husband noticed and so when I came back about an hour later I had lunch made for me and the kids were all cleaned up and dressed and um, the house was clean so it was just you know it's something small but I think those are the things that really count especially now. Yeah. How did that make you feel? My God, just so loved and understood. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and it just mm -hmm. eased, it eased my stress so much. So it was, it was very appreciated. My husband got some, uh, you know, ooh la la after that. <laughs> ooh la la. I see. <laughs> wow. So it was good for everybody, I think. <laughs> no, no question about it. You see, romance brings ooh la la that's for men listening to us tonight if you're romantic Dude. and kind and caring it makes your wife or girlfriend or partner more into the mood of wonderful romance it's so true yes <laughs> thank you thank you carolina thank you so much for sharing that story and have a good night bonsoir bonsoir coming up i'm gonna go to my voicemail and get to sloan's question about her boyfriend next so um, if you have a question, you leave me a voicemail, I play it on air, and I will answer on air, just like for Sloan's. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. 
This is Sloan. Um, I had a relationship question for you. So my boyfriend and I have been dating for a little over a year, and everything's been really great. But anytime he gets, you know, tired or you know, frustrated from work or is just unhappy with something, he projects it onto me. He'll tell me that I'm being cranky, that I'm being angry or being frustrated, and I know he's just projecting. So my question is, how do I address that? How do I talk to him about that without him getting upset? Thank you so much, and I really look forward to your advice. Thanks for the question, Sloan, and the voicemail. Yeah, um, what should you do if your partner is constantly projecting his stress or her stress on you? I'll answer that next. So, have you ever had a partner that projects on you? Like, uh, you know, why are you so moody? Why uh, are you, you know, always tired? Why, you know, uh, you don't want to talk? And, and then it's only actually their projection. They, they are moody. They are, you know, not communicating well they are you know projecting on you and you know it's always about you but it's they're talking about themselves so what should you do be honest no unspoken just say projection and it doesn't matter if your partner gets mad or not because the truth hurts a little but without the truth you can evolve in a healthy relationship so first you said funny he says oh why are you so moody come on projection no i'm not yes you are so let's just Stop there and please don't project because I'm in an excellent mood, for instance. And listen, projecting is a form of bullying, in my opinion, because you corner somebody and if you don't fight back, then you can enjoy the relationship. So just say this word, projection, please stop. And that's that. And then you can talk. All right? That's my advice. Straight to the point. Call the next. Any questions about your relationship? Call me now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Rosalia. Bonjour, Simon. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? I'm in this situation. I, there's this guy that I've known for a long time, and we've, we've like been friends, but we sort of go in and out of this dance, this flirting dance, that I can't figure out if he's interested in me or not. Um, a bunch of years back, we went to a concert, and... You know, we were sort of drunk and had this drunken makeout that was just like out of control. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we were definitely prepared to do the ooh la la, but some things in our lives stood in the middle and we couldn't. Um, but then we just sort of like dropped it. And I later sort of like tried to follow up on it and he sort of rejected me. So I stepped away, but he keeps coming back and he'll like reach out to me with things that he knows that I'm interested in and sort of like find reasons for me to have to see him. But when mm -hmm. I sort of try to broach the, you know, the chemistry that we had a couple of years ago, I don't know. He seems to sort of run away and I just, I don't, I don't really know what to do. I see. Yeah. The thing is, um, most men, when they're interested, you know it. So, you know, you got to ask yourself, why am I attracted by a man who's not that attracted by me? You see, we have to be honest with ourselves. He has the right to be attracted or not, same for you. But I feel like if you pursue too much, Rosalia, if it's you who's doing all the work, it's also not good for your dignity and your self-esteem because you're going after somebody who's not so into you and you're going to get hurt. Right. Well, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to not pursue him, but... You know, when I leave him alone, he comes back, 
But then as soon as I seem interested, he backs away. But it's, it's just this thing that's like weighing on my mind because we have this intense chemistry. So I understand. I but maybe it's not the healthy chemistry. Maybe it's a, a chemistry of, of rejection and not attraction. So that happens too. So, so that's why to know now the truth of this is just distance, no message, no call. And if you ever want to know the truth of all this, you have a conversation, say, where do you stand? Say, how do you feel about us now? You can ask him that if you want. Yeah, that's what I'm going to have to do. I'm just going to have to be uh, but distance. Right about it. Just ask him. Yes. First, the distance. First, don't talk to him at all. No phones, no uh, DMs, no messages, nothing. And when he comes to you, if he does, then you can say, what game are we playing? Should we just be friends or go for more? That's then. All right. That's what we got to do. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you very much. You know, we all at one point will face the situation. We don't know what to do because somebody's not giving us a signal of attraction. What should you do then? Next. So, have you ever been in a situation where, you know, you meet somebody, you go on a first date, you like them, you might smooch, make out a little, and then they don't call you back? Or, you know, they're flaky, or even if you see them a couple weeks later, you have fun, there is attraction, but guess what? He's not into you. So, you know, you, it, it stings. And then you're thinking, we already had a kiss, we already had a, two dates. Why don't I call him back? What should I do with somebody that I really like? They seem to like me when we get together, but out of sight, out of mind. What should you do? I'll tell you that next. Stay with me. So think about this. You met somebody a couple of times. You smooch, maybe, you know, a little romance there. But when you don't see them, they don't call you. When you're not together, you don't hear from them. But when you're together, it's great. So you feel, well, a minute. Am I attracted by rejection? Or should I do the first step? Now we've already kissed, made out, we had a great time. But why is this person not calling me? For a simple reason. There is no future for you with that person. They know it. They enjoy the, your personality. They enjoy the romance. They enjoy the make-out. But they know they have no future with you. Either they're on the rebound or whether they have somebody else on their mind. So run away from people who don't have the same rhythm than you because you'll get hurt and you can't convince them to go out with you. So remember, please don't be attracted by rejection. It's a big heartbreak at the end. Calls are next. Bonjour, Genaline. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on? How can I help you with your husband? Oh, I hope you can because he, he, I love my husband so much. Um, see, we lost mm -hmm. my father this year. So we oh, let I'm sorry about that. Move in with us. Oh, I know. It, it's a sting. So, um, mom, we have a guest room and, and mom's staying in it. And my husband is very nervous because he thinks if we have any ooh la la, that she can hear us. But she's all the way on the other side of the house. Um, mm. So, yeah. So, my brother comes in and takes her out to, to write the early bird breakfast special on Saturdays. But uh, sometimes my husband has to work on Saturdays. So, I mean, really, we might be alone together twice a month, maybe. Mm -hmm. It's just, um, I, I, I don't know how to get him over his phobia. Okay. I have an idea. Um, in your room, is it attached to a bathroom? Yes. Okay. 
So remember when you were, I don't know if you did that, but when I was 17, 18, 19, at my parents, to hide the noise with my then uh, love and girlfriend in France, I would ru run the shower and every, you know, water possible real loud. And to, because, you know, like once the, there's so much noise from the shower and it's like then the ooh-la-la noise will be, you know, unheardable. So my advice is to go the old school way and um, pretend you're having a shower and then you can ooh-la-la, close the door and then nobody will hear anything and then you'll be fine. I love it. I forgot about the old teenage trick. Yeah, exactly. You know, the teenage trick. I'm taking a shower. Okay. You know, how many parents? got fooled, including mine, by the shower noise. <laughs> so, you know, you got to cover the noise so it's comfortable because it's the mom and all this. Maybe it was caught, I don't know, younger. But listen, when it comes to, you know, whether you want to escape your mom or your kids, run the shower super loud and nobody can hear the ooh-la-la. -la. <laughs> That's great. You, you enjoy now. Thank you for calling. Have a good night. Oh, you too. Good night. Hey, listen, is sending a good night text after the first date a good idea? We'll talk about that next. So, question, is sending a good night text but after the first date a good idea? So I posted on my social media, at Monibu Radio, and guess what? 83% of you said yes, 17% of you voted no, and I always think it's a good idea after a first date to say, you know, if... It was great. It was a great date, or I had fun, or I look forward to the next one. Good night. It's nice. And listen, when it comes to dating, a little good night can never hurt. And actually, good night to you, and thank you for listening to my show. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.